When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, happy Friday. It's sunny out. Uh, it's all you need to know. It's Friday and it's sunny. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Holly is in for Lori today, and Lori will return to the confines of this building on Monday. Oh, no. <laughs> I, first of all, how was everyone's Valentine? Oh, devastatingly romantic. You mean at the laundromat? Yeah, at the laundromat. <laughs> the only person at the laundromat last oh, night. that's so sad. <laughs> Look, man, when things need to get done, they need to get yeah, done. Yeah, you ran out of clothes, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, ran out of clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And no, Donnie, I'm, I'm sure going, you're... No, we're, we're going out tomorrow. Well, that's right? what you guys said. Yeah. You're doing things. I yeah, think I um, experienced the love show last night, and it was... One of the most amazing things I've been to okay. in a very, very long time. We had Kevin yeah. Klingon earlier mm-hmm. this week, and it's Kevin Klingon Friends, and it was at the lovely Intimate Theater at St. Catherine's O'Shaughnessy, which is just such a beautiful place. Yes, it is. I've been to, there. To perform. Uh, my mom reminded me today we saw Lily Tomlin there. Oh, uh, at the O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, remember yeah. when we had her in studio, Donnie, and we saw her there? Yes, um, yes, I do. So that was kind of fun. So Kevin Kling, who I am in love with now, um, is a renowned playwright and storyteller, and I'm so late to the party on the Kevin Kling uh, fan. You know, I'm so late on his bandwagon to be a fan. He's well, it's never books. too late, right? Oh, and so last cool. night, between his storytelling, Dan Chenard, who is a pianist, accordionist, accordionist and a storyteller, and Prudence Johnson and Simone Perron and Claudia Schmidt and Dan Stoffer, who we've seen in a lot of plays throughout the theater um, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. It was, um, and Mark Anderson was on percussions. It was one of the most lovely, lovely nights of storytelling about love, all different types of love, love with animals, love with people, love of our environment, love of everything. And it's it was an annual event. Yes. And I think people, if you want to go experience something that is so delightful and charming, put it on your calendars for next year. I would have never gone if he wasn't on our show this week. Really? Because it was just not anything that you had top of mind. Because no. he pitched this, Kevin Kling, when he was on the show earlier this week, he said it was like a, like a circus. Like he would, he would mm-hmm. be almost like the master of ceremonies, taking you around all of these stories about all different kinds of iteration of love. It was so delightful and and just, and you know, the big surprise was Ali um, Salim was there. Ali Salim, yes. Ali Salim, and he was on our show years ago. 2005. And so who is he? He, I'm going to tell you, he he wrote and um, directed the movie Sweetland, 
which is about a German immigrant doing a mail order or, you know, shipping yeah. for a mail exactly. order bride from yeah. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And um, that started Elizabeth Reeser, Donnie. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that we kind of got to know her. She's been in, she was just in, what did you say, Donnie, on uh, Netflix? The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, she was just in that and she's yeah. delightful. But he told a story and we talked about it earlier this week. Ancestry 23, you know. 23 and me. 23 and me. Where you find out your DNA and how many people are linked to each other and some of the amazing stories that are coming out of it. Yeah. And he had a story about finding a long lost relative and just the way he told the story. I mean, these people are so, such geniuses. I was mm-hmm. just so in awe. And it reminded me, I never saw Prairie Home Companion live. Oh, you didn't? No. I did twice. I I'm got just lucky. so, and I love Harrison <laughs> Killer so much. And when he was on our show, I loved him so much. Was it way back in 2005 that Ali was on our show? Yeah, that's when, that's the, mo- about yeah, when, when the, the movie, movie came, came out. out. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Donnie, we have to have him yeah. on again. He, he He's just a... It was just one of those special, special nights. It was one of my favorite Valentines. Well, that's fantastic. I know, you know, I have the newer guy. You got a so sweet was, honey to share that yeah. time it with. Was just, it was, you know, and yes. we had the romantic dinner at Carboni's on Randolph Avenue before mm. time because we had 20 minutes. Um, romance after my at, 20 minutes for Romance dinner? at Carboni's. Yeah. Oh. But he went there early and got us a pizza. <laughs> okay. That place is packed. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. But, a lot of pre, uh, pre-show yeah. dinners there. So anyway, it was just a special night and I'm just so grateful that I got to experience that. So if people see them around, um, it's fun. And then I get um, this morning, this beautiful picture from someone's balcony overlooking the uh, Pacific ocean with pools Uh and palm trees. And it just says, good morning, Julia. So I sent her back my picture, which is the the view from my house, looking outside at the incredibly beautiful icicles Called ice beautiful. You're, that's uh, but sounds a little forced, Julia. They're, they're called ice dams. Uh, but those can be not good for your house. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you <laughs> have beautiful ice. No idea. I, if you follow Lori and, and Julia on, on Instagram or on Twitter, Lori Julia, I posted it. I'm living in an ice castle, basically, mm. and oh. I'm when it's they're so big. And there's, you know, I'm in a townhouse and I've already called and I wasn't the first person to call. They're huge. And you really don't have a lot to do. But I know a lot of people are um, struggling with ice dams in their homes right now because of how much snow we got. And then it kind of melted and things like that. And then the rain. But here's what I've learned. Break down the icicles if you can reach them. I have to do it from the inside because I can't get at them from the outside. So these are the notes that you've been given. They're like, sorry, we can't really do anything about this. But, you know, reach out. Break them. Well, that's what you're supposed to do because they're heavy. <laughs> so anyway, we have a lot of units that are struggling with this at my place. But I just, it's kind of pretty. I, I like your forced optimism. It's okay. You don't have to like it them is, if you don't want it to. It is. Look at how pretty that well, is. Well, yes, though. it is pretty. It's a pretty photograph. But the reality is, is that you actually have to go outside. And now you have to take care of them. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. But it's a sunny Friday. It's it Friday. Is. Hello, everyone. And the extra treat for today's show... The extra treat. The extra surprise treat. The cherry on top of, of the Friday Sunday. Absolutely, because we have great guests. We have Chris Hewitt with us talking um, movies, what to do this week. We have Neil Justin with us. We're playing Shazam. Yes. I know you'll kick my butt, Holly. Well, we shall Is see. that we have um, a woman who forgot her ADD medicine. That would be me. Since Julia's <laughs> living in an ice castle. Oh my and gosh, I gotta throw this in, you know. Theme from Ice Castle. I know. 
Camille loves this song. The Ice Cream Don't you remember this song? I love this song, though, Donnie. Thank you. Is it a Robbie Benson? Yes. Oh, yeah. And Holly Marie Johnson, or whatever it is. For Julia's, for Julia's. I was gonna put that castle. headline in my ice castle, <laughs> my Insta, but I didn't know if people would know the reference because I was looking through it the. Doesn't eyes. Matter, it I doesn't was gonna matter. put out looking through the eyes of ice. No. You could have um, just said you were Elsa from Frozen. No, I Let never saw Frozen. Let it go. But anyway, um, nomads on my end, so we will be hopefully not all over the board, and that's why you guys don't have grids. So it might be it's okay. We'll be fine. An interesting day here. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're coming back with a story we can't get enough of. Um, it's going to be a chef's. Everybody, we want to hear from you. Was there a food that you just never tried because you thought it was so gross as a child, but then tasted as an adult and you went, oh my gosh, what have I been missing out on? We just learned from Kendall Jenner that she was flying across the country and was starving and the only thing that they had on the flight to eat was chocolate. Yes. So, yeah, we want to know what your late to the game food is. 651-641-1071. Because Kendall Jenner was on The Tonight Show. And we already knew about her sister, Kylie Jenner, and her weird relationship with cereal, which was that she never ate cereal with milk, like ever. And she didn't do that, allegedly, until this last year. Well, Kendall Jenner was uh, sitting down with Jimmy Fallon, and she had this story to tell about her experience with chocolate. I didn't like chocolate most of my life, and I like. I remember I was on a flight um, like a year ago, and I was starving. I had gotten off like an eleven-hour flight, and then was getting on a six-hour flight, and we hadn't taken off yet, so they didn't have the food out. And the only thing I saw was like a baby Twix, and I was like, you know what? I am desperate. I'm gonna try this Twix. So I, I tried it, and I was like. Jesus Christ, this is really good. Ooh, it's, <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's so good. Twix are like, delicious, yeah. yeah. Shout out Twix. Oh, um, I love it. Um, That's great. But yeah, so I've That's like cool. liked chocolate ever since, I swear. I'm like obsessed. I couldn't stand, I couldn't stand hmm. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Smell. That was mine. No, I love them. The same. Yeah. yeah. But the look, the smell, I know, the I know. wash. Lima beans. Oh, no. 651-641-1071. What food couldn't you stand? I mean, but chocolate's a big one not to have. That's weird, yeah. Well, it is weird. everybody has a little different, different something. Um, Cheyenne, what was your um, food that you never liked as a child, but like as an adult? Well, somebody stole it from me. I was going to say Brussels sprouts as well. Well, I think that's a... I mean, what was it? Did your mom make them? No. Not really. She didn't like them either, but I would see them and think they're so cute. Why do they taste so gross? Yeah. Yeah. As I got older, like they were so cute. So my nephew and I experimented with cooking them and finding good recipes. And oh man, now I just crave them. I, they're good, aren't they? That's a. Yes. I think that that's a common one. I love yeah. it that they were so cute. Why do they taste <laughs> so bad? Yes. Well, they're, they're little tiny little lettuce heads. They're just adorable. <laughs> Right. They really little, are. Little dogs are going to come out of them if, yeah. you, if you try <laughs> hard enough. Yes. But the way they make them with bacon and sauteed with good oh, mushrooms. No, no, no. What? How no, do you make do you them? Do Give them? us your recipe. Okay, you got to cut them in half. You got to get fresh ones. Okay. Not, not, uh, not frozen. 
cut them in half, put them face down in a pan, like a warm pan with a little bit of butter and garlic, and just saute them that way. And then once they've been cooked a little while, then you put a little water in it, cover them up, let them steam so that they're kind of crisp on yep. the flat side. So good. Oh, I love so that. But just butter yeah. the garlic butter. and then put add a little water so you steam them so they're cooked all the way through. Yes. We're talking thank about... Thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you. Thanks. I'm, gosh, that sounds good right also now. Also on the grill. I've, we've done them on the grill. But I, you put them in a tinfoil pan. Yes. Yes. They're yeah. fabulous on the grill. Oh. So both of your guys' late to the game food is Brussels sprouts, where before it was like, ugh, but now... Squash. Squash. Was one. Yeah. Oh, my mom loved to steam the acorn swat, squash and ugh. Yeah. That grossed me out so bad. Liver. Oh, I'm Julia. not. I still don't like it. But that used to be a staple, you know, growing up. People would you make the liver. liver. Yeah. Whatever they yeah. would make with the onions. Liver and onions. Just oh, the that, smell yeah. of it. Yeah. I oh. like chicken liver. Yeah, I do too. Okay, Cindy. Hi. Hi, Hi you're Cindy. on my talk. Tell us what you're late to uh, eat food that you love now that you didn't like as a child. Green pepper or any kind of pepper. My, my mom made meatloaf and she'd put these huge chunks in, in it. And, of course, I'd have to pick them out. Oh, and, and I liked them cooked or raw. Or, and it's just one of those things. I, it, I think I had them raw. And, the, and, I, and it was like, oh, this is good. And then I, then I came to like them any old way. Yeah. Did she make stuffed green peppers? Um, she did, and I just, ugh, I just... You I cut just, it open, and I, I kind of think I didn't like those either. I just couldn't, uh, stomach it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I can they, all the time. Oh, well, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, tomatoes, <laughs> I think, is going to be my kids. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're going to come around to that. One of them won't use ketchup. Really? Still, that much? Mm-mm. That's like, just street sugar. When I said, what's wrong with you? Because this was our condiment growing up. I don't understand how he's my child. We switched to salsa, though. Oh. When the kids, I mean, that was kind of this generation's more condiment sure, but instead it's of ketchup. The tomato that they have the issue with, but then salsa has is more tomato forward than ketchup. Can't yeah, do ketchup. Just wow. something about it. Huh. That Do you have one, Ellie? Yeah. Mustard. Mustard? Yes, mustard. <laughs> I used to hate wow. mustard, and now I enjoy it. Also, sour cream. Sour cream oh. used to disgust oh. me growing up, but now yeah. I love it. Okay. Sour cream was kind of gross when I think about it. It smelled so weird. Yeah. yeah. It smelled like bad milk. Okay, Susan, <laughs> you're on yeah. my tech. Hi, yeah. Susan. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I'm fine. I just got out of school, so I'm very happy. We have Monday off, so it's a three-day weekend. It is a three-day yes. weekend. Awesome. Um, the food that I did not like as a child was mushrooms. They were we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're slimy and oh. rubbery and ugh. Yes. And they look more like, you know, body parts or something than they <laughs> <Sure>. get vegetables. <laughs> and then they have dirt on them. Yes, I thought they were just gross. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good name. But do you love them now? Oh, yeah, definitely on everything. Absolutely. Do you have a good recipe, like how you cook them or something? Mushrooms by themselves? Not so much, no. But I was just thinking, what did I make recently with mushroom shrimp soup? Oh. Oh, I love shrimp soup, and I put mushrooms in it. Oh, oh, good. Oh, but good. anything, pizza, anything. I love mushrooms. Oh, good. Oh that sounds so good right now, shrimp soup. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Yummy. Well, thanks, Suzanne. Enjoy the three-day Yummy. weekend. Yummy. Oh, so, so somebody's hungry here. Oh. <laughs> no, no. What, what is she eating oh, something? Oh, gosh. No, no. I just, everything is sounding so delicious to no, Julia. It's, it's true. We don't have Brussels sprouts, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a busy morning. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, we have one last caller, Donnie. Karen. Oh, Karen, honey, what's a food that you uh, like now that you didn't like as a child? I don't know if it's really a food per se, but it's blue cheese dressing. Oh, Oh, that Karen, yes, exactly. What could have been more foul? Especially when it has the chunks in it now. I really like it, and it's kind of thick. Yes. But my mom used to eat it, and it was weird and green and i don't know moldy cheese i don't know so at what point in your life karen did you embrace the gooey blue cheese dressing um there was a restaurant in st cloud and i can't remember the name of it but my mom tried it there and i tried it and i really really liked it and i bought a big pint of it and ever since then i liked it you know we used to my mom used to buy um I, I'm trying to think of the name of the blue cheese, but yeah. it would come in the orange um, wax and it was wrapped. It was this perfect square blue cheese and mm. we would chase each other around the house with it and shove it in each other's face. <laughs> As punishment. As punishment. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was stinky cheese. I mean, it was so gross. Yes. And I was just like, how can you, but we would throw it and shove it yeah. in each other's yeah. noses. Oh no. Like, take this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. Thank you, Karen. Well, thanks, Karen. Oh, it's like the old Limburger cheese in the Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Has anyone here actually had Limburger cheese? I've never had it. Just I don't no. know if I have. Just thinking no. of the stinky things, but thinking about how much your tastes change and then you're late to the game on something mm-hmm. like blue cheese, mushrooms, green peppers, Brussels sprouts. And now you're like, I am so hungry. I want those right oh, now. Oh, please. I want someone to bring me a big <laughs> vat of soup. I want the soup recipe that Rick Nelson was telling us about from the start. Oh, the, the wild rice. It's out now, Julia. Yeah, I just paper. want someone yeah, to make it and deliver it. I'll pay you. <laughs> well, the I offer's know. out there. We're on Hubbard Broadcasting. We're on for three hours. <laughs> Plenty of time for delivery. That's I right. I know it. Um, no, and when the woman was talking about the blue cheese, too, how my mom used to cut the mold off the cheese, and I'm like, that is so gross, Mom. <laughs> Off the blue cheese or no, just, just any cheese? cheese yeah. in general. Yeah, that's okay, though. Yeah. Oh, I know, but I didn't know that back then. I'm like, that's <laughs> my God. You're gross. Knock it off. Oh, thanks right. for calling, everybody. We're going to talk movies with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune when we come back. You're listening to Lori and Julia on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. And, of course, you, if you don't have time to listen to the whole show, you can download us um, on the MyCast, MyTalk podcast. We'll be right back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest.
All right, trending online this afternoon. It's the trailer for the new movie Long Shot, starring Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. She's playing the president of the United States, or at least a contender for that position. And Seth Rogen is her long lost friend. All right, that's what's trending and also trending online this afternoon. Uh, would be Licky Tongue. That is a peak. I'm sorry. Yes. Licky Tongue? Licky Tongue, okay. yes. That is a Pokemon that is featured in the new Detective Pikachu film. And uh, it seems like there's mixed reviews on the iteration of this character. Also trending would be Katy Perry. She is engaged to Orlando Bloom. They made the announcement on her social media accounts yesterday. And also trending would be Jason Momoa. He is the latest actor to join the cast of Dune. That's what's trending here at my talk. And now it's time for the weather. As a fan. It is. I will admit it is. Come on. Mostly I write about theater. You do. But movies too. Movies too now. Yep. Okay. So let's talk really quickly about... um, What's going on? Some new movies that people can watch. It's a long weekend. People want to go to movies this weekend if they're not going skiing. Yeah. It's not a long weekend for me. Either I, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's half right. and half. Someone so. just called in and said, Oh, we get Monday out. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, you, you know, yeah. if, right? if you're not staying inside, I know that AMC theaters, they're doing their best picture showcase oh, right. in anticipation of the Oscars. So if you haven't purchased a ticket for that or you've seen those movies that are nominated, the big Oscar movies, what else can we go and see in theaters this weekend? The Lego movie, too. You could. I don't know that I super recommend the Lego movie to you. <laughs> yeah. The first one, you fantastic. Loved. Everything right. was fantastic. awesome. Fantastic. Everything was awesome. Super funny, little good romance, great little mix of action adventure, but not too much. It was mostly kind of sweet and funny. And that beautiful ending that totally made me cry, which yeah. I won't spoil in case people haven't seen I it. I haven't never seen it. This one goes too heavy on the action part of it. Like there's a lot of explosions and a lot of chases through space and like five different stories going on. And you kind of lose track of the whole Chris Pat Elizabeth Banks thing, which is still great. They're still uh, delightful characters, but it's just too much. It is. Well, it's like, do you think for a kid, is it too much? I mean, probably not. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, this is like the third or fourth Lego movie, so are they getting a little too self-referential it's, with all the other Lego movies that are out there? Well, like the Lego Batman movie, the Lego Ninjago movie. I don't know if it's that or if they, I mean, I think it's probably a deliberate choice. Like maybe they wanted to go a little harder on action movies because it might open up a new audience. But I think it turned out it didn't. I mean, the movie didn't do nearly as well last weekend as they thought. And I wonder, I guess, hopefully, if that's people saying, hey, let's have a little more sweetness and romance. and Please, we want a rom-com kid movie. We want a rom-com. A rom-com kid movie? I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think of one. Um, what's the first kiss one? What was the sweet one with Jodie Foster? A little did? romance. Yeah. Oh no, that's oh. Diane Lane. No. Jodie Foster. Yeah, Diane Lane's A Little Romance. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Although I guess is it funny? I can't quite remember. It's been so long say, since oh, I saw girl, that movie. But then oh, the ending. Mm-hmm. Which one? The My Girl. Oh but yeah, then, that's yeah, No. Oh, I love that. <laughs> no. It's got a sad ending. I, I did love that. <laughs> I know it. All right. So you right. also mm. saw okay another movie that's out there and it stars um, Liam Neeson. Yes. Cold Pursuit. Did you like it? Kind of. It's a remake of a foreign film, okay. which starred Stellan Skarsgård in the same part, uh, which was called In the Order of Disappearance, I want to say. Okay. And that movie was really fun. It's about this guy who's a snowplow operator, and basically it could have been written for Liam Neeson because he goes postal because his kid's in danger and his family's right. in danger. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I don't think this one is quite as good as the original was. But, you know, people aren't probably willing to read the subtitles. So 
uh, I think it kind of works. It's got a sense of fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's actually directed by the guy who made the original. Oh, so clearly he knows is? the material oh, pretty well. Oh, I love well. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think people, because of Liam Neeson talking about his um, racist past, do you think that has kind of stopped people from seeing that movie? I bet it will have an impact, although I've been really intrigued to read. Trevor Noah? So, well, that, uh-huh. like sort of more nuanced takes on that whole mm-hmm. conversation. Like I probably, like a lot of people, saw that first headline and was like horrified yep. yeah. and didn't, you know, read it, I guess, or didn't, I don't even know if there was anything but a headline at first. And then you find out, you know, 40 years ago, what the context was, his regrets about it. I thought, yeah, the Trevor Noah explanation Trevor Noah was, was brilliant yeah, about it. Yeah, I thought it. that was kind of great. And also the ability to take even a step back from something that's potentially so explosive and yeah. horrifying. So I yeah, don't know. I, I mean, it seems like it could go either way. He certainly brought attention to the movie, which yeah. yes, didn't he, have a lot of attention before that. Yes, so if you're a fan of did. the Liam Neeson dad core movies, you're probably going to like Cold Pursuit. Yeah, it's in that, uh, it's definitely in his sweet spot. Yeah. Okay, so you have a foreign movie that's opening this week that's an Oscar nominee. Yes. Um, the German movie, Never Look Away. It is, by the way, I cannot remember that title because it's terrible. Okay. Uh, it is nominated both for foreign film and for its cinematography, which is by Caleb Deschanel, who's won a couple, I think, of Oh, Oscars. yeah, the dad of Zoe and, and the Emily. the dad of Zoe. Uh, and apparently now his award is going to be given away on TV. I don't think he's going to win, actually, but it is a beautiful movie. It's not necessarily the greatest movie. And the weird thing, my review is in today's paper. And the weird thing I was sort of confronted with is it's a three hour movie. Oh, <laughs> Julie's done. She's already out. So we're already done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is there an intermission where someone no serves you a cocktail or something? No intermission. And the first two and a half hours, frankly, are not good. Oh, no. And then weirdly, it suddenly gets good. So you have to watch the, obviously you have to watch the first two and a half hours of Never Look Away in order to get the payoff for right. the last half hour. That's right. not worth it to And me. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's worth it for a lot of no. people. Yeah. I mean, you could, I guess, read the description on Wikipedia and when then go to the When two German art hour. students fall in love, the girl's father, who has a devastating secret, vows to end their relationship. Honestly, the backstory of it is almost more interesting than the movie itself. It's the guy who made The Lives of Others, which won an Oscar uh, 10 years ago or so and is a fantastic movie. Um, and this one is about the German artist Gerhard Richter. The Walker has a bunch of his paintings. They're really big and they look like a photograph that's been sort of smudged and blurred. Oh, interesting. You... I haven't been there in a while. Anyway, so it's about him and he has this crazy story. He uh, marries a woman whose father, it turned out, sterilized and killed his sister while the Nazis were rising to power. It's this crazy story. That's a true story? It's a true story. Wow. And if you read the article about the director, whose name is Florian Henkel von Donnersmark, in The New Yorker from a couple years ago, the story is just nuttier than even the backstory of the movie's making itself is wow. nutty. So it's worth reading that. But I would say maybe not. The so movie. okay, maybe that just sounds, read the New York article. That yeah. sounds so because there are a couple of great foreign film Oscar nominees, and this one's not. Okay, tell me the great ones. I mean, Roma, which I know you're not a fan, and Cold War is a beautiful movie, and Shoplifters from Japan is a beautiful movie. It's a really good year for that category, actually. Are any of those playing locally? Actually, so is Capernome, which is the other nominee. Are, can we see uh, any of those? You can see Cold War currently. I Are think Roma I might like... not be in theaters, but it's obviously on Netflix. And Capernaum, I think, left. And then this one is just coming in, and the other one is long gone. You know, so yeah, mm-hmm. most of them are. Cool. Speaking of... Roma, do we have some music to play, Daddy? Oh, oh gosh. here we I go. I mean, come on, right, yeah. your job. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I never know when you're going to call. Well, well this, this is the official <laughs> Roma. Roma anthem uh, for the gosh, Lori and Julia show. Oh, I didn't know there was there one. Is one. Uh, oh, yes, it is. It and now. it will evoke a film from the past, mm-hmm. a one okay. of which had yeah, a Oscar-winning theme of its own, which was a movie yeah, that was a little long. Working on it. Jeez, I'm working here. I'm walking here. Donnie, I'm tap dancing <laughs> for you. Out yeah. in Africa? No. No. A little earlier than I that. I love that movie. Here we go. Oh, I know that one. Julia's favorite Weirdly. movie of all time. Did I have such a disgusted <laughs> look on my face. Did you guys watch the um, Homecoming, the Julia Roberts series I on did Netflix? Not. Yes, I did. I quit. I thought it was really good, but it's entirely sourced with music from the 70s and the 80s, like classic stuff that you know, mostly from Paranoid Tommy. Thrillers. But there's a cue from Chariots of Fire. Oh. <laughs> I'm bringing it all back around. Oh, Thank yes. you for, you know, I, um, I'm curious because yes. Roma just won the BAFTA for Best Picture. It did. Do you see... It winning the best yes. picture, best form picture, of course. I think it's going to win both. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so wrong. <laughs> I really, come on. Why wrong. can't they? Okay. Because uh, it's boring. She hasn't even watched it. She thinks she'll like it. I but, think that I will like but it. But Holly, that's just BS because you no, haven't taken not, any Julia. time to watch it. Yeah, because I'm tired and I'm a modern gal on the go. But uh, that being said. Uh, he's such a liar. I am not. Donnie. I will like it. Donnie, I saw it in two parts. Donnie watched it in two parts. I started watching it and I'm like. Oh my <laughs> word! Is this all it is? I mean, the only thing I would say I finished is, the damn thing. But I, I recall this conversation though, and you watched it on your computer. No, I didn't. I would never watch a movie on my computer. I watched or it on you television watched it at home. Well, and I, I think did it's a couple a movie other that things. needs to be seen in the big screen. But it's not on the big screen. Well, that's a problem. But someone said that they couldn't see it. Who was just in here this week that said they couldn't see it because you told them they had to see it on the big screen? Oh, really? It was one of our guests this week. Uh, no, I don't Roycey? remember. It was someone well, I, else, I but no. they just said, I can't see it. So you think that this is going to win all the prizes at the Academy? I not think it'll piss d- off a lot of people. Not going to do... <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Well, the thing, you know, uh, what the Academy, it seems like they've been doing the past couple of years is that the Best Director Oscar and the Screenplay Oscars kind of go to second and first runner-up. But do you think that he could possibly, Alfonso Cuaron, do a whole sweep with Roma? No. Yeah. I think maybe... I mean, I just filled out my Oscar ballot at work, so okay. this is fresh in my mind. <laughs> this is Can legit. we come back to this after our break? Oh, yes. Okay. Because you you vote for the Oscars. No. At the office. No. He does. No, oh. No, not, not at the officially. Office. The pool. Okay. <laughs> like, like we vote okay. for the Oscars. He's not and a we, member of the Academy. Sorry, yeah. We're going to come back. Okay. Oh, no. And discuss if he, if Chris Hewitt is still here or not. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> We're talking movies. If you have any questions, you can email us at Lori Julia, or you can call Donnie at 651-641-1071. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to find out. Oh, Chris. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Chris Hewitt's still here, but we did not talk about Roma, which I'm sure everyone loves but me, Danny, and Holly. <laughs> now, I want, now, don't speak for me, Julia. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Now, I want to let dying every- to see it. Yeah. I want to let everyone know that if you want to experience it on the big screen, which is the way Chris Hewitt, yes, you suggest people going to watch the movie. I think you need to follow the spell. Okay, so it's playing at the Edina. A couple times this weekend. There's okay. a one ten and a four o'clock showing. There's even one uh ooh, today. Um 
if you're near a Dyna and you want to challenge yourself to do it, you got 20 minutes to get your butt in a seat. <laughs> okay. There you go. Right. Race that. Because okay. I just remembered, it's not. There was a big kerfuffle because it's not part of the AMC Oscar showcase. Oh, they really? Were, yeah, because they were miffed that the movie, you know, because it's a Netflix it, original, right. was never offered to okay. AMC for showing. Well, here's what I'm going to ask you. All right, yes. so last we spoke, you were filling out your inner office Oscar ballot, and you, you don't. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Minutes ago? That was it. <laughs> Seems longer. Yeah. That was it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you do. Um, what do you have as best picture? You really, Roma. You really did. Uh, I did. Do you I'm, feel like... I feel like you're mad at me about this, well, but I'm, I'm just predicting what's no, going to win. I know it, but do you, do you really... Is it my favorite movie of the year? Yeah. No, Paddington 2 is my favorite movie of the year, but that wasn't a joy. Wasn't so. that movie delightful? I love that movie. So good. And you can stream it on HBO right now. Oh, yes. It's, I've seen it. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. So Donnie had a question about Roma. Well, somebody called in and she saw it, didn't like it. Oh, and she said, surprise. And she said, I, I don't understand why that movie is so popular, to which I came back with, well, popular with whom? It's only a critic movie. The artsy people from Hollywood. Sorry, Chris. Or <laughs> people pe- like me and Julia. <laughs> right. I, Donnie, that is an excellent question. <laughs> because that's what happened, you know, last year with the, the, shape, the of shape of Water. I refuse to see You know, it. people like, you know. Like warm. us, who like to be moved in movies that we understand. We were so and, crazy about it, and the artsy people. Well, The Sorry, Shape Chris. of Water actually was a pretty big hit, though, wasn't it? Not really. I don't know. I mean, I don't love it? that movie either, I have okay. to tell you. But. So explain, Chris. About Roma. Is it is it popular with a certain milieu of people? Well, I don't know <laughs> if it's a certain milieu of people, but I think people who like maybe kind of the the scope and grandeur of movies from days gone by are responding to it because it's I mean, it seems like in based on the story descriptions of the story, it seems like it's a small story, but it's actually kind of epic and huge and um, slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with slow, but I do think the story of this woman is really interesting. She's a character you don't usually get to meet in the movies, so that's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think there's a lot of heart in it because the guy, Alfonso Cuaron, who made the movie, is telling his life story. Yeah, I right. do have to admit that I am a mine. huge I, Alfonso Cuaron fanboy. I am going to ask fanboy. a okay. big geeky cinema question for you chris hewitt because you said it was a small intimate movie on an epic scale so this would this be kind of like the apu trilogy the what oh (laughs) yes okay i would say it does kind of fit in that same kind of humanist uh tiny little slice of the world but it feels like it sort of expands to include all of the world to me that's yeah yeah, i do think it fits in that thank you for entertaining my Movie geek question. Carry you on. Are welcome. Okay. <laughs> Holly here, and Chris had a yeah, special moment. I know it. I'm not even going to ask what it meant because I don't care I don't that much. Because again, it goes about. back to Roma. They're from okay. India. Fantastic. Um, so <laughs> somebody out there appreciated that All question. Right. Uh, uh, poo, you too. Um, okay. So Alfonso Cuarón, George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Everybody is asking the Oscars to reverse their decision about giving away the four awards. One of them being cinematography, which is all about. How movies are made and edited and everything while people are in the bathroom and we're on commercial break. Well, we're on commercial break, so we won't see this. Do you think they'll reverse that? 
I think they will reverse it in some way. And I'm actually confused about where we are right now because haven't they already said they're going to edit together some sort of package of highlights of those? Or I, I, I'm the Academy's unclear. decision it's switched so many times. Um, to they sent out a letter to the members just yes on Wednesday, saying assuring them that no award category at the 91st Oscar ceremony will be presented in a manner that depicts the achievements of its nominees and winners mm-hmm. less than any others. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're still trying to figure out what to do. I don't think they know. Yeah. Yeah. You think that it's just basically going to be Sunday night. We're going to just see stuff happen on the TV screen and then just kind of go with it. Because, I mean, this has been going on for months and they can't decide what they're going to do with this ceremony, with this telecast. Right. And I think they started to get wind of the fact that a lot of filmmakers who are appearing on the show, like Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. is going to take up 10 minutes or 10 seconds or 15 seconds or whatever of his time on stage and salute the cinematographers who they're supposedly cutting out of the right. show. I think they realized that it wasn't going to work. Okay. So yeah, I think they'll they'll capitulate in some way, but All right. I'm not clear. Uh, Chris, could, I'm sorry, Julia. Oh, uh, Chris, could you comment when we shared emails that you said the length of the show doesn't affect ratings, which they're trying to shorten the show, and you're saying, well, it doesn't matter if they shorten the show; it doesn't affect ratings. And so, why are the ratings down? Does that make sense? I think it might have to do, and I think you shared this in our email exchange, a lot with the movies, because if I'm remembering right, one of the the most watched Oscar shows of recent years was the year the Titanic won, right. yeah. which is also one of the most popular movies of recent years. But that show went way over. The the Oscar show yeah. went way over. But that's 20 and years stuck ago. Around how long because, ago? That's a long time ago before all the movie clips But everything has splintered since then. I mean, yeah. movies are on Netflix now, and people... And people watch Netflix more than they watch networks sometimes. Watch movies on their phones. Yeah. And, no. So yeah, do, I do you think, think there will be any snub from Academy members because Roma was a Netflix movie versus a movie that was made to be shown in movie theaters? Oh, I'm sure there's a segment of the okay. voting body that think, says that that's not cool. Do you think there's any chance Black Panther wins? Uh, no. Is there any other movie, Green Book, any other movie that you think has a chance to win Best Picture? It seems like the top three are probably Roma, Green Book, and Star is Born. Really? You think Star is Born mm -hmm. could come back? I mean, I don't think it will. Yeah. And in fact, I don't even think it's very good. But, uh... (laughs) I think it's one that that there is a certain amount of affection for. But okay. again, do you think that the Academy is probably going to give at least a best song Oscar to Shallow from oh, A Star sure. Is Born? So it's going to be awarded in some capacity yeah, yeah, at yeah. the Oscars this year. So if it doesn't get best picture, it's just not. And honestly, be that's deal. the award it makes sense to give A Star Is Born mm-hmm. as far as yeah. I'm concerned, which right. is what they thought last time, too, when right. Barbara Streisand exactly. won. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so are there any movies coming up that you're kind of, or plays that we should be seeing in the Twin Cities or anything going on that you think is exceptional that we should all know about? Well, Chris Hewitt? I don't know about exceptional because I haven't seen it yet, but there's a big musical opening on Tuesday at the Orpheum, uh, Bronx Tale, the musical. Uh-huh. It's based on that Chaz Palminteri yep. movie, which based, was based on his life. He was in the theater, he was in yes, studio we, with us. We went to see the play. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you? Yes. The mm-hmm. musical version or the No, straight, no, no, just straight play. Straight play. Yeah. Oh, son of a gun. Because that was a one-man show, right? Yes. And then it became this musical. Right. Well, no, first it became a movie, then it became this musical. Anyway, so I'm going to see that on Tuesday. And okay. Maybe it's good. It okay. had a nice long run on Broadway. Okay. I hope it'll be good. I do too. Uh, there's a production of As You Like It that looks really fun to me that I'm going to see tonight at the Guthrie, which is, it looks like it's set at a hoedown or something. The pictures are all fairly contemporary it's and they're contemporary. wearing kerchiefs. Yep. 
And also they've messed around with the gender of some of the characters in a way that looks like it could be interesting. So I'm hopeful about that mm-hmm. one. All we right, gave away tickets to that for tomorrow night yeah, on yeah, our we show. Did, yes. mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. To some lucky winners. Okay, so um, other things that are happening out in the movies, uh, Bat Flick. Batman, Ben Affleck said he's for sure not Batman anymore, finally. I'm okay with that. He confirmed that on Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Oh, but did you guys see the trailer for that new movie of his? We have it posted Oscar today. Isaac? We have it posted today. Uh, yeah, I just watched it called it today. It's called... Um, Frontier? True something Frontier? It's called Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Watch the trailer it on the Lori and Julia show page. It's kind of a heist movie about these mm-hmm. guys who are maybe former Navy SEALs or some something like that. Some elite team and they knock over a bank fault it looks good oscar isaac is in it mm-hmm. and the guy who directed that robert redford movie where he was alone on a boat trying to survive oh man in the sea old man in the sea or whatever no not no, that no, no, no i know no. what you're talking about alone i alone. think it was called yeah no alone not on the that ocean. one wide open spaces oh, okay. what the heck was that movie called yeah, anyway know. that one that guy directed okay. it and he's terrific and he also directed the most violent year. All is lost is the name of that film. We're so close. Old Man in the Sea. Old Man Alone. Well, there was There was Old Man in the Gun that he just came That's what you're thinking Okay, who did you nominate for Best Actor for in your office pool? Well, I had a little bit of a last-second change of heart as I was filling it out. I think I might think it's Rami Malek now. 100%. Were you debating I, between him and Christian Bale? Yes. Yes. And I do still think it's between those two. I think Remy Malek might pull it out. And Christian Bale is one? Yep. I just don't know. I oh. thought he was fresh. And it was so good. That movie's so good. Okay, so I don't love that movie either. So I did. But I think he's fantastic right. in it. We love you. Thank you. Follow Thank Chris you. Hewitt at... Thanks, Chris. Um, Thanks. Chris Hewitt at C. Hewitt. It's Hewitt Strip. Oh, for crying out loud. After all these years. H-E-W-I-T-T-S-T-R-I-D. Okay, thank you. And read them in the paper. We love this search in paper. We'll be back. Thank you, honey.